been a week. Oh, yes, I took a break last week, but now we're back and we're raring to go and we're fancy and all that stuff and the thing and all that, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Welcome to No Disclosure, kids. Yeah, we're back. I actually took a break last week. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But we're back and we're we're fancy. You know, we're feeling it. <laughs> we're feeling it today. <laughs> I missed you guys. I did. I really missed you a whole bunches and bunches and bunches of votes. So <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Anchor and Prevail Guitar Works. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and base like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in. No Disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it. Do what we do best. And have a little fun. Jeez. Shake your shoes off and send... I can't even, I can't even say my own intro. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. So... We're just going to jump right into it today, kids. We're just going to go. <laughs> Crazy. Hurricane Sally makes landfall in U.S. Gulf Coast as a Category 2. Yes. There were rumors that it was a Cat 3, but it is a Cat 2, kids. Hurricane Sally makes landfall in the U.S. Gulf Coast early Wednesday. That'd be today, right? As a Cat 2. And brought severe conditions from the Florida Panhandle, America's Wee Wee, to Alabama, America's parking lot, forecasters said. The National Hurricane Center said in its last full episode at 4 a.m. CDT, the northern eye wall of the storm brought hurricane conditions from Pensacola Beach, Florida, to Dauphin Island, Ella. The storm had maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour, woo, and was slowly moving northeast at 3 miles an hour. Okay. All jokes aside, you guys in that area, stay safe, okay? Uh, just have some common sense. Hurricane outside. Take proper precautions. Enough people die during these things. We don't need any more. <clears throat> so, yeah. Sally, definitely here. Category 2. I heard it was a Category 3, and I even read on some of the Twitter things that it was a Cat 3. Uh, did it get downgraded? I don't know. But now I'm seeing 2, so there you go. Yes. Um, skibbity bow. Pandemic brings robot waiters to South Korean restaurants. Ooh. Robots and South Korea. Let's I'm I'm interested. Seoul. As South Korea continues to battle the spread of COVID, digital contactless services known as Untact. <laughs> I like that. Very clever. Locally have been on the rise everywhere from hospitals to movie theaters to cafes. The latest example of the trend can be found in Seoul's posh Gangnam neighborhood. Yeah. Where telecom company KT is partnering with restaurant chain Mad for Garlic. Man, you guys name creative stuff over there. South Korea. I like how you name stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> A restaurant chain Mad for Garlic. How cool is that? On a pilot program... <laughs> Sorry, using an artificial intelligence-powered serving robot named Anglio Kim. Even that name's cool. <laughs> you guys are good at naming stuff. 
the robot, a prototype with serving trays and a touchscreen face atop a rolling body, utilizes 3D spatial mapping and KT self-driving technology to maneuver through narrow passages between tables and avoid obstacles and the peoples. Lee, Hung, Lee Young Ho, did I say that right? Yes. Sorry if I butchered your name. Lee Young Ho, floor manager at Mad for Garlic, said that the trial, which began quietly at the beginning of the month, has been a hit with the customer peoples. The customer peoples are surprised when they see El Roboto and are very interested and curious about it. They also say they feel safer from the coronavirus. Awesome. Pretty cool. I like reading shit like that. And we just learned something today, too. South Korea is really, really clever at naming stuff. I like it. Ah, yes. Football. Nobody cares. Um... Only football game you should pay attention to is the freaking Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Let's keep going. Um, uh, U.S. image hits record low linked to handling of COVID-19. Well, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of countries that listen to No Disclosure. All over the world, man. Every mainland you know, 48 states, but, you know, there's 10 countries that listen to this thing now. They're laughing at us, people, okay? And don't get all butthurt about that. We kind of deserve it, <laughs> you know? we're Yeah. I mean, China started this crap, you know, people eating bats and junk, if that's what you believe. You know, everybody's a armchair conspiracy theorist now. And they're laughing at us. You know, that must be pretty bad. So seventy per <laughs> it's true seventy per five seventy per five seventy per five percent that's how we're gonna say it from now on seventy per five percent of youths who died from COVID nineteen had underlying health conditions yeah what okay Kim Jong Un hails troops as miracle makers after North Korea typhoons what Kim oh, am I reading this right Kim Jong Un Hails troops as miracle makers after North Korea typhoons. What did they do? <laughs> did they stop the typhoon? <clears throat> they certainly didn't evacuate their people, hmm? Uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un toured a typhoon-damaged rural village that was transformed by the army into a socialist fairyland. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You guys, UPI, I mean, do you actually have to publish the propaganda here? I mean... You're just putting fuel on the fire, man. All right, let's keep going. Why is it not working? It's not working. Cool. <laughs> Yay. Uh, completely died. So uh, we're just going to sit here, enjoy each other's company, because my news feed is gone. So how are you? How was last weekend? Did you enjoy your time away from me? I know, I know, I know. Uh, you didn't have to send the email. You didn't have to send the love letters. I didn't get any, but I understand. You don't want me to feel bad. You missed me and, um, anxiously, longingly awaited my return. But I'm here now. Just you and me. <laughs> that was a little creepy, wasn't it? Just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on. Teddy strengthens into hurricane. Notorious B.I.G.'s crown. Really? <clears throat> huh. Biggie's crown sells for almost $600,000 at Sotheby's auction. 
Wow. Dang. 600 grand for Notorious B.I.G.'s crown. That's a pretty uh, B.A. looking crown, man. I dig it. That's pretty cool. Duh. Ooh, that was a good one. Uh, Farmed soils are thinning across the globe, study finds. Whatever. I saw something funny on uh, Facebook yesterday. It, it's a well-deserved jab, and it's totally true. But you guys know that Titanic 2, brilliant idea that is, is going to be setting sail, what, next year? Something like that? I'll have to double-check my facts here. But it's setting sail very, very soon. Taking the same route as the original Titanic. Um, <clears throat> which, you know, it, if we didn't learn the first time what happens when you tempt fate like that and give Mother Nature the middle finger. But uh, I saw something on Facebook that kind of quelled that whole thing. It's, it said the Titanic too. Getting ready to set sail, taking the same route. But don't worry, it's not going to hit an iceberg. We already freaking melted all of them. <laughs> I thought that was a very good joke. Very well-deserved jab. <clears throat> but seriously, it's like, you know, haven't we tempted fate enough? Like, uh, Mother Nature, uh, just uh, the Earth, period, just has this... Um, hold my beer kind of thing whenever we do crap like this. I'm not wishing anything bad on the Titanic 2. I hope that it uh, completes its voyage safely. But, dude, when are we going to learn to stop doing that? I mean, this is a real kick in the balls to irony. Fate, isn't it? Titanic 2, same route? Come on, man. You put enough damn light votes on the thing this time? Hmm? Oh. Hmm. Uh, don't want to inconvenience the upper class, yeah? So let's make sure we got enough lifeboats on this thing. Um, skibbity bop bow, skibbity bay. What do we got here? Hmm, UPI. Running a little thin here today. <laughs> William Gates Sr. Sr.? Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. You see why I take breaks? I, yeah, why I, I Actually, let me rephrase that. You see why I don't take breaks? Because when I come back, I'm all... William Gates Sr. Father of Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates. Duh, dies at 94? Oh, I didn't see the other half of that article. <clears throat> okay, September 15th. I didn't know he he was even still around. Wow. William Gates Sr., the father of Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, died on Monday. His son announced he was 94 years old. The younger Gates remembered his father in a post on his personal blog saying he died peacefully at home and that his death was not unexpected as his health had been on the decline. We have all had a long time to reflect on just how lucky we are to have had this amazing man in our lives for so many years. And we are not alone in those feelings, said Bill Gates. My dad's wisdom, generosity, empathy, and humility had a huge influence on people around the world. Oh, wow. William Gates was an Army veteran and a founding partner in a Seattle law firm where his son said he offered key legal advice during Microsoft's early years and also played a similar role for former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz. Wow. He's also a co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and played a critical role in his creation. Busy guy. Wow. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Gates family, Bill, 
my heart goes out to you guys. Uh, 94. I mean, he uh, lived along, and from what I'm seeing here, happy life. He got to see his uh, he got to see his family become, you know, quite quite successful, and I'm sure that made him very proud. But uh, yeah, that's 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 very sad, and I'm, I'm terribly sorry that happened. Uh, Apple introduces new iPad watches iPad subscription bundle, which is going to be the same damn thing you bought, you know, last year. It's just going to be like one nanometer thinner and probably even more breakable. So let's keep reading. Settlement reached to forgive $330 million in ITT student loans. Blah, 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 do. Black Panther reported on the loose near Spanish village. They should call it El Panther. <laughs> I don't know if that's the Spanish word for panther. Bella, what's Spanish for Panther. Spanish for the panther. You know what it is? El Panther. There you go. South Korea. Another South Korea. Um, yeah, one's kind of wonky. Sixteen-year-old uh, uses both hands to write forty words in a minute. Jiminy pancakes! That's fast. Great Odin's Raven. <laughs> wow, that's. I'm watching a GIF of it right now. It doesn't even look real. Wow. Uh, Murph the Surf. Jack Murphy. Figure in New York City jewel heist dies at 83. Ugh. Ooh, that was a good one. Um, Fresh Prince Mansion listed for five nights on Airbnb. Cool. Remember we read about that thing for Blockbuster where you could spend the night there? Apparently, the California mansion made famous by the external shots in 1990 to 1996 sitcom, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Come on, sing it with me. And what? No, I don't want to get copyright striked. <laughs> is being listed on Airbnb by star Will Smith in partnership with the house's owners. Um, Smith's listing on Airbnb, which coincides with the 30th anniversary of the sitcom. Wow, it's been 30 years. Yes, yeah, it has. Jeez. <laughs> I'm getting old. Uh, how does that make you feel, kids? Uh, says the guests who book one of five available nights at the freshest L.A. mansion around will get to spend a night in a wing of the home that has been decorated in the distinctive 90s style favored by Smith's character. How freaking bad is that? Cool. <clears throat> That's awesome. I, I thought I recognized that house. <laughs> so um, Airbnb, you guys are doing some cool stuff, man. So, uh, yeah, check out Airbnb. Uh, apparently, you can stay in the Fresh Prince's mansion. You can hang out for the night in the last blockbuster, 90s-themed you know, sleepover party. Dude. That's all I'm going to say. Dude. Um, let's see. What the hell? What? Whoa, whoa, what's that? Huh? No. I got to see this. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. Never mind. Um, two charged with hacking U.S. websites over killing of Iran. Commander. Well, UPI. Uh, I'm not seeing nothing, kids. Okay, let's go to a different one. Um, let's see what else is going on in, in our wee world. <laughs> um, UPI, you guys are tapped out. I've, I've, I took like... Two weeks, dude, and this is all you got? <laughs> this is it? Man, you guys. 
we got to step it up here. We got people to entertain. We got stuff to do. We got people to entertain. And we got stuff to do. I mean, come on. We got this no disclosure fuel. Let's keep this stuff going. Uh, Trump blames Biden. I don't care. <laughs> I couldn't possibly care any less. Uh, coronavirus, 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 Trump, Biden, Trump, Biden, coronavirus, Hillary Clinton, Trump, baby, blee, blee, blee. Uh, how to do, 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 do. How to teens are saving their city's bees. Good. As much as I hate bees and as much as they hate me, we need to save them bees. Because if it's not for the bees, human beings are in a pickle. It's not going to be a good pickle either. It's not going to be one of them sweet ones. It's going to be one of those shitty ones that Cassie eats that are like real spicy and got weird stuff in them like olive juice and crap. Who the hell wants a pickle like that? That kind of pickle if we lose the bees. My whole life, everybody's always said, if you don't freak out, you won't get stung. Bullshit. And I found out that there's some science behind this too. Not only am I thoroughly convinced that bees can smell fear, but if you have uh, the blood type I do, O positive. O positive blood is very high uh, kind of starchy content, very high uh, protein-y content. It's, it's, a, it's a soup. <laughs> o positive blood is a soup. And bees love that shit. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if, they, if I secrete some kind of pheromone or something. But I've been told my whole life, hey, dude, don't mess with the bees. Don't freak out. You know, you'll get stung. I get chased by bees. Cassie can attest to this. I'll be standing out by the, the back, you know, glass sliding door at the apartment, and there'll be a bee hovering. No shit. I'm not kidding you. A bee hovering at eye level, waiting for me to come outside. I'm not joking. Bees have always been like that. So as much as we do not like each other, we need the bees, okay? This is a serious problem. And hopefully we can find a way to reverse it. Uh, that's the only time I'm ever going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. I am not a bee fan. Uh, the sheer despair of being a working mom in the fall of 2020. So how is that any? Okay. I'll, you know what? Okay. I'll buy it. I was going to say, how is that any worse than being a single mom anytime? But 2020, remember how I said the world likes to say, hold my beer. Holy crap. 2020, the world said, hold my keg, man. <clears throat> I like that joke where it says, you know, instead of 2021, all of our calendars are going to just mysteriously say 2020 part two. <laughs> it's like a Twilight Zone thing. Um, James Corden, how's it going? Trump landed. Oh, I don't care. Uh, politics, man. I don't give crap. This is a place where we can come on here and have some fun and be silly and read really Dumb articles and not have to worry about, you know, uh, a, re a Republican agenda, a Democratic agenda. It, no, <laughs> this isn't the place for that. This is where we be silly, we have fun, we read stupid shit, and, you know, we just have a good time. Uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you think that your side, Republican, Democrat, Cheeto man hair sniffer is gonna come in swoop in and save the day man you're you're ready for some ready for some heartache you know, because 
we're just screwed. <laughs> we're screwed, and that's it. Your government does not give a damn about you, doesn't care about you, your money, your children, your retirement, anything else for that matter, your health care, by the way. Your government doesn't care. You're screwed either way you go. America has been bought and paid for a long time ago. So if you think that your um, side <laughs> is going to swoop in and save the day, I'm sorry, but you're setting yourself up for a massive disappointment. Um, Cardi B files from divorce from Offset. Offset? He calls himself Offset? Perfect. All right, let's keep reading. <laughs> I don't care about Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Woman in skin-tight blue yoga pants. What's this article? Uh, it's one of those stupid clickbaity things. Damn it. The David and Goliath story playing out in Alaska's fisheries. This is the second time <clears throat> I've seen an article about fisheries in Alaska, of all things. Okay, there's something going on here. Sorry to say, but we got to see this. It's just too weird. Facing the loss of a resource that has supported generations of fishing families, this community set out to protect the pristine waters of southeast Alaska. And it's working. One day in April 1991, a large fishing boat sliced through the cobalt waters of a blah, blah. I'm not going to read a freaking novel. Okay, so long and the short of it, Reader's Digest version. Um, everybody knows that the fishing in Alaska, generations, generations, third, fourth, fifth generation fishermen are uh, screwed. Because, you know, human beings are human beings and we don't give a shit about this planet. Um, we've been overfishing and, you know, stuff is just going to crap. They're finding a way to reverse it. Good for them. I'm all for it. I'm all for these, you know, third, fourth, fifth generation fishermen keeping their jobs. Not losing all the fish on the planet. Isn't it bad enough that we're trying to kill all the bees? <sighs> I'm in a... I'm, <laughs> I'm in a wonky-ass mood. Um... This is all weird stuff. J.K. Rowling. Normally, I would not read about J.K. Rowling. Not a fan at all. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Get your torches and pitchforks ready. But uh, not a fan. I just I don't enjoy her work. But this is interesting. I saw the headline. <laughs> you got to hear this. J.K. Rowling's new book is reportedly about a man who wears dresses to murder women. <laughs> yeah. She's going Buffalo Bill on your asses. The author has faced backlash of, really? What is wrong with you people? Why does everybody get so butthurt about everything? It's called fiction. It's fiction. I've written stuff ten times more fucked up than this. But on top of that, I know that you know I'm nowhere near <laughs> as well known as J.K. Rowling. More people know J.K. Rowling socks than they do me. But, I mean... Come on. Come on. Give me a break. Really? You'll go watch Tu Wong Fu, Silence of the Lambs. You know, uh, I can name a gazillion of them. And this, this, you get heard about this? J.K. Rowling is apparently dissatisfied with merely sharing her transphobic, transphobic, come on. According to an early interview in The Telegraph, Trouble Blood, the fifth installment in her Cormoran Strike series, written under her pseudonym Robert Galbraith, is about a cold case from 1974 that involves a transvestite serial killer. It's true crime, right? It's based on true crime. Well, what the hell is everybody getting butthurt about? This is based on an actual story. She didn't make it up. This ain't transphobic. 
This is a true story about some psychopath who, you know, wanted to wear... Uh, he's not a psychopath for wanting to wear women's clothes. A psychopath because he went out and killed women who just... He just happened to be wearing women's clothes at the time. Hey, whatever twirls your beanie, whatever you like, who gives a shit? But, you know, once you cross into that territory, <laughs> you're fair game. That's how I see it anyway. This has nothing to do with being transgender. Nothing. Yeah, it's just... God, what a bunch of sissies. This is why people are laughing at us. You know that, right? There are books that are way more screwed up than this that everybody's cool with. I mean, it just, you can't, uh, uh, I don't fuck it. You don't want to say it, right? You can't talk about any of this stuff anymore, you know, without somebody jumping down your throat and like this Netflix thing. Uh, You know, this Cuties movie, which is pretty messed up. Uh, Stupid move, Netflix. You guys are a bunch of dumb shits for doing that. What idiot passed that through? Why don't you just call it pedophile bait? But still, we have people, you know, signing off of Netflix and, you know, uh, uh, wanting to ban it and boycott it and stuff. Um, I have an idea. Don't watch it. (laughs) I know what Netflix did is pretty messed up. Pretty fucking stupid. Um, I don't blame you for wanting to boycott Netflix. Um, maybe that was a bad example, really. <laughs> because what Netflix did was truly horrific. But, I mean, you know, I could give a million different examples way more eloquent than that. Not, not all that I think about the Netflix thing. I really don't blame anybody for <laughs> boycotting it. Sickening. Netflix, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, I, I that one's justified. <laughs> okay, so I take back what I the whole uh, inflection there. I, I take that back. But uh, leave J.K. Rowling alone. Let her write her shitty books in peace. Okay, God. So let's keep uh, reading here. We're tapped out here. Let's go to the odd news section of Fox News. Maybe they have something. UFO spotted in New Jersey was apparently just a good year blimp. (laughs) Um, A viral video circulating on social media Monday has some New Jersey residents convinced they've seen a genuine UFO flying over their state. Dude, it's a big blue and yellow blimp that says Goodyear on it. It's the most recognizable airship in the world. <laughs> it's the Goodyear blimp. There are country songs about the Goodyear blimp. And you think that you saw a UFO? I mean, was it obscured by a thick fog? Let me see this video. Oh, come on. You can totally tell that's the Goodyear blimp. Someone needs to go down to New Jersey. And randomly check citizens for cataracts. You know, see if there's something going around. My God. Venus shows signs of potential alien life in its clouds, scientists find. It's clouds of what? Sulfuric acid? I don't know. Um, Who was it that made this argument? Um, There may be some life forms out there that aren't carbon-based. Apparently... Silicone, you know, because carbon, it's it's a very good building block for life, right? Think of carbon as that puzzle piece with no pieces sticking out. It's just the four, you know, on each uh, face of the square piece, you know? You know what I mean? 
um, everything fits into it. Carbon is very adaptive. Apparently, silicone is the same way. And a lot of scientists now are starting to argue that uh, there could be silicone-based life forms out there. Even though the Russians totally did land a probe, it's true, landed a probe on Venus, took pictures of the surface, and um, the thing has just tremendous atmospheric pressure on top of being hotter than the inside of an active volcano. And it has volcanoes on the surface, too, on top of that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the surface on Venus is that of the bottom of our oceans. It's an extremely toxic atmosphere. It's actually hotter than Mercury, believe it or not. The reason why it's hotter than Mercury is because the atmosphere is so thick and uh, it, it has this completely runaway greenhouse effect. It's actually hotter than mercury. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm open for that. Uh, there could exist life anywhere, right? We can put tardigrades on the outside of the International Space Station, bring the little water bears back, and they're fine. Trippy shit. See, here's the problem. Um, I know there's a lot of science behind this, and I know that any scientist is going to argue with me. Just hear me out. We're looking for things like um, how water would affect life on certain planets, how certain conditions would help life grow on other planets, and we're so, you know, like, oh, this is such an anomaly. Why can't we find this here? And this isn't working out here, and this planet needs to be in the Goldilocks zone and fuck all the other planets and stuff. It's it's funny that we're looking for life all over the universe, but we're using Earth-based rules, right? There are billions upon billions upon billions upon billions of planets in our galaxy alone. Do you think all of them obey the rules <laughs> as far as life goes here on Earth? I don't know. See, I'm a I'm a Christian. I don't know. I, I as far as life on other planets and stuff. Uh, it, uh, there may be something to that. I'll believe it when I see it. But I've said on this show before, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm such a huge space nerd. Every time I see something about space, man, I just go off. Um, life could uh, adapt and thrive on Venus because we keep looking for life, like I said, based on these Earth parameters, based on these Earth rules. And we just assume that every planet out there is going to operate the same way. No, <laughs> no, that, that that's just, I completely disagree with that. You could throw as much science in my face as you want. I disagree, kids. These are other planets. These are other galaxies. These are other, uh, there, there may be even other universes. They're not going to follow all the same rules. Maybe they do. And if they do, hey, I'll be the first one to admit that I was wrong and blame it on somebody else. But, you know, I'll still admit that I was wrong, that I was wrong there. What was I going at? <laughs> I was going to say something, but now it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, I completely lost it. Cool. Thanks, brain. Let's keep going. Massachusetts man dies while hiking in New Hampshire. Hmm. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I saw something funnier. Let's go back. I saw something totally funnier. Florida man is charged with impersonating an officer after allegedly pulling over an off-duty Orlando cop. Ah. <laughs> so some freaking Momo is impersonating a police officer and ends up pulling over an off-duty cop. 
That's a godsmack, isn't it? A Florida man accused him. <laughs> this is awesome. A Florida man accused of impersonating a police officer wound up in handcuffs himself this week. Accused of pulling over an off-duty Orlando cop. <laughs> That's terrific. Yeah. I just love instant karma, dude. The 40-year-old Omar Ford allegedly told investigators he was on his way home from his security guard job when he saw another car he thought was swerving with an impaired driver. Oh, you're just, that's your excuse? You're going to go make a random cop citizen's arrest? Okay. The gentleman flew past me and his car danced, Ford said in a conversation recorded with Castlebury Police Officer's body cam. So I thought he might have been intoxicated. I'm totally here to help, guys. <laughs> Oh, I saw. I, here's a picture of. That's Paul Blart. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm here. I was just trying to make a citizen's rest. I'm trying to keep this city safe. Come on. That's pretty funny, though. TikTok user's mom crashes through the ceiling in the middle of a video, becomes an internet sensation. As funny as that th screenshot, that thumbnail looks, um, I want to do. I, I, I mean, let me rephrase that. I, I really don't want to do my part in supporting TikTok, okay? I think it's lame. I think it's stupid. Maybe I'm just getting old. You could totally use that against me if you want to. I won't say anything. I'll just be over here not being on TikTok and being cool. But, you know, hey, 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 like I said, whatever twirls your beanie, right? I just don't get it. But perhaps I am. Yeah, man, I am getting old. <laughs> uh, a what? I saw the word poop and it made me happy. <laughs> poop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 37 years old, but my brain's like four. Every time I see it, poop. <laughs> a poop. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Come on. I can't even say the word poop. <laughs> it's in the article. You guys can't do this to me. Fox News. Don't put there are there are podcasts out there, okay, that rely on your news feed. The No Disclosure Cat podcast in particular. Don't use the word poop in your headlines because it breaks me, man. You got to think of the podcast hosts out there that uh, you know are mentally about five. <laughs> A poop a transplant cures man. <laughs> All right, get it together, man. Uh, okay, wait. Let me get some coffee here. This, hold on. Oh. Uh, it's like the anger management outtakes. Watch the outtakes for Adam Sandler's uh, anger management sometime. Every time Jack Nicholson has to say the word penis, he loses it. It's awesome. Uh, poop transplant cures... Mm. Poop transplant cures man's drunkenness disease. <laughs> that was, believe it or not, that was actually hard. Auto brewery syndrome is a rare condition involving excessive fungal growth. Bleh, ew. Ew. Gut shrooms. Auto brewery syndrome is a rare condition involving excessive fungal growth in the gut. <laughs> One man was feeling drunk even though he didn't drink any alcohol. Ooh, that sounds kind of fun. The 47-year-old Marion had gut fermentation syndrome. 
I never heard of this before. Also known as auto brewery sim- syndrome, ABS. This rare condition involves excessive fungal growth in the gut, which feeds on carbohydrates and then fuels ethanol production. Holy crap. Whoa, that's trippy, man. It's like a auto drunk. Oftentimes, ABS is linked to excessive amount of yeast in your stinky, stinky guts. Clinics tried putting the patient on a low-carb diet and course of antifungals, but signs of intoxication persisted, according to a case study published this month in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Uh, and they did a doo-doo transplant, which, um, you know, it, it's funny. You can laugh. It's okay. We're all adults here. But uh, doo-doo transplants are legit. They can really, really help a person. Look it up sometime. Don't look up any pictures because you want to eat dinner tonight and breakfast tomorrow. So don't do the same mistake I did when you're learning about this new kind of transplant procedure. Just don't go to Google Images, okay? You should be on the Info tab or the News tab. It actually is really interesting. They implant... Uh, poop <laughs> from a healthy individual into your poop chute. And it, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure this article could explain it a lot better than I can. Just, I mean, that's that's what it is. It is a doo-doo transplant to help you with, you know, kind of issues like that. Uh, pretty brilliant move. I wonder who came up with this, <laughs> whose idea this was. You know, guaranteed, stuff like this, um, you'll always find out that it's way older than what you think it is. Um, so, yeah, this uh, poo-poo transplant thing has probably been around for quite a while. I'm, I'm just now hearing about it. Um, what time is it? Ugh, what time is it? What am I, stupid? What time are we at? 37 minutes. Ooh, yeah. Let's read one more. And it, why is it that every time I say that, let's read one more. We find nothing. Give me another story about poop. I'll be happy. Florida man arrested after waving a loaded gun. No. <laughs> you know what we haven't hit yet? Sky. Uh, Where's Sky? It's been a while, Sky. It's been a while. Mirror, you too. But Sky, mm-hmm. We got to check out Sky, baby. Uh, Lego is spending 310 million pounds to transform its bricks. What? Okay, we got to see this. Lego. One of my favorite things in the world makes my heart warm. Is spending 130 million, I'm sorry, 310 million pounds. Jeez. I just learned how to read. 310 million pounds to transform its bricks. The Danish toy maker is investing in efforts to create its colorful bricks using sustainable materials. About time, Lego. Lego has vowed that its bricks will no longer be made from plastic by 2030. Man, just as long as the... I mean, Lego has some amazing quality control, doesn't it? I was just talking to Cassie about this uh, the day before yesterday or something. <clears throat> They're... Um, Quality control is out of this world. I mean, name the last Lego set that you got. Um, If you're like me, then you don't have to think back 30 years because I still buy freaking Legos. Yes, I do. But think of the last time you got a Lego set where one of the Legos was screwed up or there was some flash hanging off of it or, you know, you were missing like massive pieces. If anything, there's always extra pieces. 
They're quality control rules. So I uh, normally, you know, I would say, man, don't let the quality dip. If you're using different materials, you're getting away from plastics. Hats off to you. That's great. That is awesome. Do your part, man. I, I respect that. But just for God's sake, don't let the quality dip, man. <laughs> Make them, you know, as good as they were before, which we're dealing with Lego here. So I'm sure they'll be fine. But good for you. That's pretty cool. Um, its quest to find alternative to oil-based plastic has been difficult, as you can imagine. Uh, for five years, a team of more than 150 engineers and scientists have been testing many different plant-based recycled materials, but making sure the bricks can stick together while coming apart easily and having the same method quality uh, has been a challenge. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I mean, you're Lego. You have more money than, than money... And stuff. <laughs> and, you know, you'll figure it out. But that's cool. Doing your part. I respect that. We're actually ending on a story that's not completely heartbreaking and tragic this week, kids. Woo! So we're going to go. Uh, we've read stories about poop. Um, we learned about Legos. Um, I talked about poop. We laughed at poop. We imagined Google imaging pictures of poop. Um, we ignored Donald Trump and, and, and Biden. Um, a couple cheeky jokes here and there. It was a good episode. It's, it's, you know, great episode. <laughs> I'll catch you guys later. Uh, we're just about out of time. So that's it for this week. And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things me and no disclosure related. Also, <coughs> <clears throat> oh, that was disgusting. Also, check out my novels and short stories on my website, as well as anywhere you can buy books online. I've published over 30 books, over 100 short stories, three collections, my friends. If you like horror and thrillers, consider me up your alley. Just go on over to Asylum817.com. Go to the store tab. It couldn't be easier. I'm sure out of all my books, you will find something that twirls your beanie. Most of my novels are on Audible as well, so if you like audiobooks, I got you, my lovelies. Remember to share no disclosure with everybody. If you wish to support the show, visit our Patreon page, okay? We got Patreon now at patreon.com slash asylum817. Let's help this thing grow. You give a guy a dollar or two on the street, but does he provide you hours of awesome original content? Well, I suppose that depends on what he's been drinking, but still, <laughs> bye-bye, my babies. I love you all, and be fancy. Need to know it's the faces here. No disclosure.